Our guests today have survival stories that deserve to be told. We were first made aware of Coda when an Instagram follower messaged us about this pit bull who was living under a car in her neighborhood. The good human had been feeding her and giving her water. The dog had been there for weeks, and even with postings on all of the appropriate sites, no one claimed her. The weather was hot and the road was busy. Her life was in danger every second. The pictures that accompanied the message were heartbreaking. Lindsay and I jumped in the car. Armed with a bowl of food and a slip lead, we prayed she would let us help her. And when I tell you the moment this girl slinked her skinny bod out from under the car, gratefully accepting the food with a humble wag, we knew then that Coda is why we rescue. As soon as our friend Natalie saw Coda's story, she reached out. Ellen, she said, we must meet her. I see something in her eyes. I've known our guest Natalie for many, many years. She kicks my ass often right here at The Beat Fitness. Natalie is a multiple platform fitness and bodybuilding champion. She's inspirational, motivational, a mother and a friend. But what I didn't know then was the challenges she's faced in her own past. And most recently, watching her kick cancer's ass. Together, Coda and Natalie are beautiful examples as to why we podcast. So excited to share their stories with the world. Welcome, Natalie and Coda. 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 Come girl. Come here. Come here. It's come time on. for your close-up. Oh, it's all for you, mama. Come. come here, my girl. Come here. Come here. Oh, you thinking she's like, oh, I don't recognize that story. That could not have been me. Yeah, she's like, that wasn't me. I didn't live on a street. Hi, Mama. You want to sit down so we could talk? Can you talk a little bit about that the first time you saw her? Yes. So I scroll a lot. You know, I have a lot of pages like Instagram, all about the doggies, (laughs) as much as fitness, actually. And I saw your video and... You know, I started to to watch, and I saw this beautiful, you know, creature <laughs> like literally getting out of uh, under the truck. Right? She was under mm-hmm. the truck, and from the moment I watch, I'm like something special about this dog, and the way she, when you approach her, and she just turned on her back and. I think she started to lick your hand. It was something that I'm like, okay, I, I need to meet this dog. And trust me, I've probably watched 20 videos before yours, but it's almost like I was pushed to, you know, to text you right away. I'm like, I got to meet that dog. Yeah, she triggered something. She's definitely triggered. And I... I had dogs, but only small dogs, like three to one, you can think right there. Like bougie sitting here. uh, This is not a small dog. I wouldn't say she's small. But the thing, I didn't even see the size. I didn't pay attention to the breed. I I didn't see none of that. It's almost like I, I saw her, I saw the eyes. I saw her eyes and that's all I saw. And I, I felt something. And like you said, I got 
triggered like a lot of emotions you know and uh text to you and i think we saw her the day after yes you did <laughs> the following day yeah you know and until that day i didn't know i didn't pay attention that you know to the size and no it's just her i remember having that conversation with you as you were meeting her for the first time and i said I asked you. I said, "Have you ever owned a pit bull oh, right. before?" Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. looked at me kind pit of curiously. Like, She's a pit bull. <laughs> You're like, "No, you were unaware of the stigma that is attached to this breed of dogs." No, I'm a, I was aware. Oh, you were. The, the thing is, I really didn't realize that she was a pit bull. That's the, the thing. I, I really didn't pay attention because actually, I'm. I feel guilty to be part to before of those people who believed that pit bull. I mean, she's actually a 100 person. Uh, we did a DNA test. Uh, American bully. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is the same family, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I I really was part of those people believing that pit bull were oh my god dangerous. Pit bull is like. Yeah. You see them, you know, in cartoons and, you know, that's what you hear. And I come from France and my mom literally is freaked out, you know, with those dogs because that's the reputation, you know, the rap they have mm -hmm. everywhere. And in France even more because it can't even be, you can't even own a pit bull or American bully. So I was... When you said that, it's almost like, wait a second, not <laughs> And I didn't care even when you said that, my, my heart, she already stole my heart. So that tell you what energy can do. Yes, because I remember saying to you, if you bring this dog into your world, just know that people are going to look at her and you differently. They do. There's always going to be something is going on and she's even remotely involved. It's going to be her fault. It's interesting now because I come to your class often and I remember initially when you had first adopted her and she would come to class. Yeah. The reaction. Yeah. I always had small dogs. All my dogs that I rescued, I brought them the first day. Right. I'm not, what changes for this dog? You know, I just yeah. got her and I brought her. But then this is not a small dog. <laughs> they saw no. a big dog. So <laughs> yeah. people were like, oh, you know. And uh, Big Mama was amazing. I've learned so much after she trained with Jamal. And, uh, but it was funny because the reason why I started the training also because of my mom, because again, when she saw the picture, like this is it, this dog is going to kill you. That's it. That's how she told me because the rat, what she believed about those dogs and mm -hmm. pit bull. So, but Jamal after the third session is like, okay, you have a good dog here. You know, That's she's right. good. Yeah. And what did Jamal tell you about dogs snapping? Okay. About dogs snapping, because I had all those questions, right. of course, like my friends, and I got so many texts, be careful. Uh, and I'm like, Jamal, is she going to snap? You know, I can't put anyone in danger. It's like dogs don't snap. It's just people that are not educated, don't have the knowledge, mm -hmm. understanding the psychology dog psychology. It's been amazing the, the amount of information and what I've learned with him and Ali. Yeah. It's all about energy. That makes sense. Yeah. So first I didn't have the, the, the right leash. So <laughs> no, then I There's didn't a lot hold of her learning. the right way because, you know, you can let her walk 
in the front, you know, because You're you the need boss. to be the leader. You're the boss. Yeah. So I had to change all that. And I see the amazing, not transformation, but the way she adapted because I understood what I needed to understand to be a good owner. And it's an everyday practice, you know. I've learned so much. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you baby, so you need to be, you need to protect them. And learn how to speak be- their language. Yeah, because this one won't have a second chance. It's not like... Like those, you know, <laughs> right. it's like, not like the little white they're fluffy. barking like crazy and nobody cares. It's cute. But right. when this one is barking, say, oh, you know, yeah. And people have this misconception. And if something happens, she won't have a second chance. Exactly. You know? It's always going to be her fault. Absolutely. So, no, we don't want that. So mm-hmm. it starts with me and, and Sean and I always remind him say hold her like this because something happened again it's it's not her fault so we have to protect i love that Mm -hmm. i love hearing that yeah but that's kind of on par with who you are as a human being you have had such success in your life with things that you decide that you're gonna do You put your mind to doing something and you've made it happen. And I had this feeling when we had that initial conversation, I'm like, okay, you're going to have to really step up for Coda. She's not like your two little white fluffy dogs. Right. And you're like, okay. Uh, You're like, I can do that. And Mm -hmm. I actually knew that you could Mm -hmm. just because. Oh, yeah. I'm totally invested because I, I, I would hate something happened to her. I had to protect her because I needed this dog. I see how... She's helping my son, you know. He lost his dad. That's the reason why we, we got caught up because I'm like, and you, he had those two little ones, but I'm like, it would be perfect to have, for my son to have his dog. That's his dog. And it's been amazing. He lost his dad to suicide in July 2022, and we got caught up October 1st. I, and... She's being a blessing. She's being like a healer for both my son and I, I see it. She sleeps in the room, bedroom, and she literally sleeps in the bed, you know, with my son. And Don't you know. listen, Jamal and Ali. Don't <laughs> I listen. Know. When I, told you that, I know because, you know, when he, I post so much about my dog and every time he comment, he put that face. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Jamal. She's a good daughter. She's a good dog. But he did say, it's like, listen, the bed is not good if the dog doesn't know boundaries. Like, meaning because she still look at you and say, can I go? So oh, she's a right. good dog. She knows the boundaries. It's like the couch. I'm, okay, I'm allowing her again to be on the couch because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she's allowed, but she's looking at me. Like, she's asking. Permission. She, she knows that she can put her, you know, her paws on the, on the side. So she knows the boundaries. So Jamar told me that, okay, but you, you can if she's not crazy, you know, she knows the boundaries. So right. She goes on the bed. Well, she came from humble beginnings, even though she doesn't think of that on a daily basis now. But I feel like they're the grateful ones. So, like, she'll ask permission to mm-hmm. get on the sofa with you. She's like, like, really? Me? Me? I'm allowed on the sofa? No, she does. She really looks at you like, can I go? Yeah, she's an exceptional dog. I think every dog, once you understand them and you know, you know, they don't talk for a reason. It's all about 
energy and we are there all whole life yeah like yeah we save rescue her but i really believe like she is she's saving my 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 son and can you talk a little bit about what that relationship is like with his dog shannon yeah definitely so like i said um sean um lived this tragedy in uh, july 2022 his dad uh, died of suicide so it was really um turning point for us in our life i lived thing in my life like really i went through thing where i can but it was me alone and i can navigate through chaos and anything but because it's my son that's why it was different <laughs> seeing my son in pain and such um loss so when i got this dog the first time sean Hugged her. Hugged her. It was the first time I see a light. That's going to be really a journey where it's going to, my son went through a lot of pain. You know how the trauma manifested? It was through his health. And so he missed a lot of um, uh, minimal, yeah, like severe eczema and really got hospitalized. Mm-hmm. I, I never talked about that. My client don't even know, you know, because I don't. I don't show anything. I know how to perform and I'm, I'm not here to talk about. They know about the tragedy because I had to close my studio and I've learned how to be transparent, more authentic because it helped me also in the process and the healing process. That's why I had cancer because for years, you know, when you suppress and you keep, wow. uh, cancer is not in my family. So I have a story that for 40 years that I never, I kept for myself and I deal with it and I always, denied and pushed and so I did myself a very deep work you know healing journey for four years which helped me to navigate through what we've been going through for the past two years after uh, my son's dad passing but um it was different this time because it wasn't only me I could totally go through things my own and no matter what's going on i was like standing up and performing but it was hard <laughs> it was hard yeah you know to not only navigate through my own healing grieving but also my son you know so this dog really the bond between them and the, when he stayed home dealing with his health and this dog was always with him, wow. you know, always with him. And the uh, only time I was seeing my son, like really the light in his, everything, the aura, the energy is totally changed when you're with his dog, you know? That's so amazing. she's part of, um, you know, the healing process would have, wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, well, I remember you mentioned that before we started filming that after you had surgery, you wanted your dogs to be there too. Like oh yeah, they, they know, they well, I changed car because of that. Role. Yeah, I had tell to have, us about you that. Know, I got to Tesla because I know Tesla have the only, it's the only car that have the dog mode. Yeah, I'm like, dog I'm, mode. Yeah, it keeps no, no, your no, car I, cool yeah. when you leave yeah, the you car. Have the really? Yeah, yeah. So that they can stay in the car safely. 
with his affiliate, my friend, a dog lover, okay? There's no other way. Like, if you don't like dog, I'm, I'm sorry, we can't hang out. <laughs> because I'm always with my dog. So my girlfriend is like all dogs. So, so you got to get a Tesla. They all have a Tesla. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And when I got diagnosed with cancer and I have to drive to City of Hope, uh, Pasadena, I'm like, I need my dog. I need my dog. And I literally break my lease to have a... Um, Tesla to have my dogs with me and it's the best thing they're always with me and doing my surgery I told my boyfriend said we take my car and we bring the dogs mm-hmm. I need my dog when I get out of the surgery they're all there I needed my dog yeah. when I was out of the surgery there's no other way yeah mm-hmm. and how you were diagnosed with cancer recently uh August of 23 mm-hmm. oh, wow. yeah recent yeah and, and uh, you've yeah. had how many surgeries uh, well uh, for this i had um when my first surgery was the double mastectomy was eight hours and a half i got very sick after that because it was a long time a, a long you know surgery. being under and they announced me the doctors i have to go back there <laughs> they went back uh, two weeks later and the last surgery was very scary that's actually Something I didn't mention to my son, because I don't want to, he got triggered, obviously, by my diagnosis. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I just lost my dad and now my mom. So it was another thing that to deal with, to navigate through. But the last thing, I, I got an infection. I had an infection. And I literally was very close. Like, my surgeon said, I don't know how you made it. You know, and I think it's a combination of mental and uh, because literally the, it was so severe, mm-hmm. I was supposed to have half an hour surgery to just wash out the infection. It lasted three hours and a oh half. Oh my gosh. And he called my boyfriend. He said, I don't know how she made it. It oh was my so gosh. bad. I don't even know how she could talk or function. And then weeks later, you were right back in yeah. here teaching class. And I was like, holy shit. Like this woman in her story, you just inspired me. I, I mean, you have always inspired me, but that I was like, I texted you because I just wanted you to know how just amazing I think you are. You're just yeah, so powerful. You. I mean, cancer, it's cancer. It's like, okay, like, again, I lived shits <laughs> shit in my life, but cancer, okay, the first thing you think about it's death. Wow. You know, the first thing you think, but I was blessed. I, I understand what I had cancer. And um, for me, it's just a continuity of my healing, mm-hmm. you know? But obviously the only difference is like, it's physical, you know? Before right. I went through things that people didn't know, but I showed up mm-hmm. and I performed. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, I'm saying this is different. Wow. So mentally I have the mental, but it's like different. There's a reason why for five years, 10 years, I have to be monitored because it can't come back. So I'm even more cautious about my energy, who I have around, what I talk to, what I read, what, you know, whatever I put in my mind, because it's very important. Me, for me, cancer was trauma, that there was only so much I could release, even when I did this healing work. It doesn't matter how healthy I am and, the body keeps score, and it was for so long that got me sick. Do you think that's absolutely? You're actually. I studied trauma too. Okay. After that, and really in depth, and it's definitely trauma. Yeah. Childhood, uh, yeah. So 
things festering in your body. And I mean, just we're having this open conversation here. And I've always I've said to you many times, like, I feel like there's so many things that I carry that in some ways you and I have we've talked about this. We've mm. lived a parallel life a little bit. And I have all and especially now that I'm also a mom, like you have this thing in the back of your head, like you got to let that shit go because if it stays in there and festers, it's just going to make you sick. So having the knowledge to push that energy out, like the the, the yeah. bad stuff out and just to be present with the good stuff. And right. you show up here every day. And again, like you said, we have no idea on most days what you're going through personally, mm -hmm. but you show up as this bright light, ready to go, energetic. Yeah, always being like that. This was my safe place. And the thing is that everybody has their way to cope with life mm -hmm. uh, and me teaching was my way. Again, I come from a very, full disclosure, I come from very dysfunctional, broken, abusive environment with a very sick father. So I have a story that forced me to leave my country. I lived hidden for years or so anyway. And the thing I attracted people that was like my dad. So that was a pattern oh. there, abuse, you know, narcissistic abuse that followed me for all those years, for 40 years. But regardless of what I was living outside, teaching and really helping people were, was the way for me to feel good about myself and to cope with whatever I was coping because I was diagnosed with PTSD and people had no idea. Mm -hmm. But I always showed up. I'm a good performer, entertainer, regardless, you know, I could leave something to the night before that was completely insane, but I would show up like nothing. Oh. And there's so many people like that, you know, and so many people. I think that's such an interesting parallel because before we were chatting, you were talking about how Coda is just like that. We don't know what's happened in her life, but she doesn't hold any grudges and she shows up and she's so happy and she's so loving and she's trusting of all of these mm -hmm. people, regardless of the trauma that she's had. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that you guys found each other, mm -hmm. especially at that turning point in both of your Maybe. lives. You saw that. Mm -hmm. You saw that right away. Well, you know, when I was young, again, it was a happy home. Um, only closed <laughs> doors. The outside was different. But every time I was running away from home and they would find me where? In the bed of dogs, you know, of the neighbor or that. So you see, that was my safe place. Animals dogs always being my and it's crazy because the life triggered me, like I said, and there was a time where I used to go to that shelter and I got kicked out twice. You <laughs> got kicked out? I got kicked out because I got uh, how do you say Back to my behavior when I was a child, I literally opened the door, the cage, and I would go with the dog. Oh, my hero! Oh, <laughs> yeah, twice, and they told me once, and the second time I didn't listen. And my mind, I I was going through a very hard time, you know, and uh, my safe place. Yes. I saw those dogs. Now we just, I needed to see dogs, and yeah. uh, because that was my childhood, you know, my wow. safe place where animals. 
and I got kicked out. <laughs> Worth <laughs> it. <laughs> and, you know, but the energy, it's like, let me go with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you needed that. It's it's magnetic. It is. Dog's energy. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And the, the cycle of healing also mm-hmm. that you were in that moment bringing to those dogs, and, but they were also helping to heal you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they say, you know, uh, you rescue them, but they really rescue you too, you know. I think everybody needs a dog. Everybody needs a dog. I agree. <laughs> the, the world is so damaged and, and it's just like the, the best, you know. Totally, totally. <laughs> just like, dogs are amazing. They really are. Yeah. I also love how just more recently, I feel like, you have been sharing your stories a little bit more publicly. I follow you on Instagram and Facebook. We're friends, but you're starting to post about things and taking your teaching platform to the next level mm-hmm. with your experiences in life. Well, again, because I understand why I, I had, and again, I'm not transparent enough because it's 40 years where I literally was pushing everything and never talked about anything. But this is really a big part of the healing, you know, speaking up and mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And you realize they reach a lot of people that live the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Trauma is nobody talk about anything. And we say, oh, life is all about happiness. And no, it's not. How do you know happy when you don't know what's bad? You know what I'm saying? So there's an expression saying when you hit the rock button, that's when you come back, right. the biggest high. That's when most beautiful thing. So how do you know what's happy? Unless what it you is know to be happy not, when yeah. you know it's always no. That's why also I appreciate so much. I'm so thankful and great bless you. Grateful mm-hmm. about yeah, just being alive. It's just like Yeah. That's so it gives you a different perception. Totally. It is amazing to be so invigorated by life when life hasn't been that nice to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm really inspired by that. So thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. I think it's everybody's story. Yeah. Different narrative. We all have a journey. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that everybody could benefit from animals. Yes, I agree. Speaking of your Instagram, your Facebook, your different platforms, if people listening to this wanted to go find you Mm -hmm. on social media, where would they find you? Natalie Bordeaux. Do you mind spelling that? You're going to spell that one more. I know know that was coming. I know it was coming. That's why I was like, Natalie Bordeaux. For us non-French speaking people. Yeah, first of all, it's Natalie with an H, okay? Important So so it's N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E, Bordeaux, like the city of wine, France, B-O-R-D-E-A-U. So now you're challenging me, but I never know how to pronounce this letter. X. X. Okay, good. (laughs) And also, uh, The Beat Fitness is at The Beat, B-E-A-T, Fitness Mm -hmm. on Instagram, and you post on both, correct? I'm more active. Actually, I'm redoing, I'm kind of like changing things because I realized my page, fitness page, because again, the past two years have been really different from years before before i was like fitness and working out again i'm a competitor so you know it was a lot about 
all this, right? But since Sean's, uh, my son that passed away, I needed some healing and mental space. So I, first of all, I couldn't train anymore. Uh, my last show was the Olympia and I couldn't train. I really need this healing space. So um, my Instagram, again, my dogs were actually my safe, my healing space. And all I posted, you know, for at least one year was all about my dog. It's almost like, is that really a fitness page? Like she fits me. <laughs> because there was nothing about working out. I just couldn't. I, I needed to take care of this, you know. And I knew that whenever I was back to train, I would bounce back because I also do the right thing once I'm not working out. I didn't train, so everything was about my dog. <laughs> so, so I'm changing right now. Uh, that's why I was saying I'm going to start a page just with them, you know, and uh, kind of separate both, although. People got to see, you know, because they're part of my life. They're part of my, you know, wellness, fitness and everything, you know. But, um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go back to be more focused on fitness, but also wellness, mental health, and because it goes mm -hmm. hand absolutely. in hand. Absolutely. Sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So that's the direction I'm taking right now. I love it. Yes. Well, if anyone listening lives in or near the valley because I come from the west side on the weekends and it literally takes 19 minutes to get here. This is the best class in LA. I've been doing it, how long now? How long have you been here? I've been here for 12, it's going to be 12 years, September. You've okay. been doing this for 12 years. I've been doing it, well, we've been doing it together prior years, to that yeah. for 24. Wow. Yeah. Um, but if you, want to sweat and you want to come close to death, but in the very best way, yeah. come see yeah. Natalie. But you know, I would say it's not on the workout. Here's the thing. It, it, I think it's, again, it's the environment. Yeah. It's the energy. It's the vibes. Because I believe, you know, every workout is good from the moment you put your mind into it. Seriously. Okay, that's you, true. When you enjoy, it's a plus because you get things moving and you know, everything is much better, your perception, everything. So whatever you do good to affect your life, you know, every area is in your life. So if something you don't enjoy, obviously you won't have the same feeling. Right. You know, so I think everything is good, but I think what makes the beat or hear different, it's the community. Totally. And, and the energy. And obviously, you know, when I teach, you know, I, I, I'm really, again, I'm all about vibes, you know, it's like I treat everybody the same way and um, everybody's welcome and it's just like, you know, the dogs are here, it's just a vibe. You know? Totally, you and there's the a vibes. sisterhood. I mean, we've been together yeah. now um, for all these years, but you also have your newcomers that have come in here that are part of, you know, it's a big family, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. No, and we're very inclusive. You can take yourself too serious again. So we're having a good time and yeah. just. Um, but again, it's it's more. It's the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe. Good vibes, positive. Love you know? that. It's someone. I, that's why someone who don't like working out because it's also you know it's intense. But in the meantime, 
Uh, I make it fun. Did you just look at me? I did. <laughs> you want to know why I looked at you? Tell me. Do you, do you have any idea? I mean, it do has you know to what's do with coming? the vibes and it has to do with the working out and it has to do with the finding something fun. Are you coming with me on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I can't make it on Sunday, but I really do appreciate the invite. Katya, the producer's coming. She's in. <laughs> right. And a weekend we have a DJ. So it's yes. a live DJ. Luis is what vibes. Yeah. We get Such it vibes. Yeah. It's it well, thank you so mm-hmm. much for inviting us in today. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Natalie. Awesome. Thank Learned you so, so much. much. You girls are, are awesome. I love, you know, seeing what you do. And thank uh, you. every day all those puppies. You know, I just want to jump on the screen and go. <laughs> we love dogs. What can I know. When my, I, my goal is to have a farm, like literally. I told my boyfriend, I'm out of here. You know, I'm out of it. I need a farm and I want many. If you oh, put a studio on that farm, oh, Ellen yeah. will live there. The beet farm. I, <laughs> the beet farm. I will come and take care of the dogs. Seriously, help you take care of the dogs I, and help running your studio. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.